Good afternoon, everyone. Um, I must say I'm very delighted delighted to be here. I remember coming to Oxford about um, probably about four years ago, and I actually wanted to come to this university. Um, in the end, I didn't end up applying, but I did actually receive the grades, and I felt disappointed for actually not applying. But I'm um, very happy that Dr. Patricia Daly has invited me here today. Um, I guess my views are going to sort of tend towards the sort of right-wing view um, compared to what um, Catherine just spoke about. Um, I will talk about my background for a little bit and then I'll talk about the riots in the context of like um, where I'm from. I'll speak mostly about Peckham because I was actually there at the time and um, I actually probably got to hear over a hundred opinions because I do own a small takeaway, a cabin takeaway in Peckham and I had customers coming in, in and back and forth and they were telling me exactly what was happening and um, and you know, just listening to what people, the people in your local community think about what's happening and their views and what, and even some of the people that were actually writing, they'd come to the shop and they would grab food and they said, oh, I'm gone, I'm gone. And you know, <laughs> it was very scary. And um, I remember trying to get home afterwards and uh, um, I closed up because I did stay open for most of the day. Um, I actually closed up and I tried to get a cab and um, the cab couldn't get, actually get past to, to get home and I could actually see everything happening. So um, I will talk about a bit about my background. So I did come from Jamaica uh, about nine years ago. I came when I was 11, um, lived in Peckham for most of my life. Um, I didn't go to the best school. I got put in a school by the council and then I worked really hard. Um, I sort of had that traditional like, sort of, um, upbringing that you have to work hard if you want to achieve well. And um, went on to college and I worked really hard at college as well. And then um, got to university. Um, I, throughout that time while I was at college, um, just, just before I got to college, I joined a, a young leaders program called Leaders of Tomorrow. Um, that program is the, the program that I would actually say sort of set the way, I, the way I think and the way I look at life for the next five years after when I joined. Um, first of all, um, in terms of like, just the upbringing in Peckham and how people, people um, think, a lot of people in other it is a general view, but I think a lot of people where I come from, what they would regard as cool and like, if you want to be down with everyone, it wouldn't be to like get the best education and like um, excel as far as possible. It's like if they were in the latest trainers or whatever, and that's all. It was sort of like the MTV base bling culture. That's that's the sort of general views a lot of my friends unfortunately had, and um, sort of ties into the rights as well. Um, in terms of the rights itself. I mean, it did, I do believe it had some sort of political uh, agenda at the start and um, the killing of Mark Duggan uh, um, regards to his family as well. I think that a lot of people felt disheartened by it and without like a good explanation or sound explanation of what really happened, I felt it was right for people to go out and protest, have peaceful protests and um, when you have protests, could, it can turn into riots and conflicts can actually appear and it did. However, um, this is where I would probably sound like all the other political commentators, or most of them. I don't think when it got to places like Brixton and places like Peckham, I thought I don't think there was like a great deal of political agenda there. I think when it got to, um, especially in Peckham, um, the messages that were going around. I remember, I remember when it first happened in Brixton, and it started to break into the Footlocker. Um, I got a phone call saying, oh, I'm, just in, I'm just outside Foot Locker and they're setting it on fire. Oh my God, you can't believe, I can't believe it. Everyone's just going in and taking stuff and they're saying they're going to do it in Peckham tomorrow. And I thought, okay, 
what has that got to do with the killing of Mark Duggan? You know, it's not a protest. Where's where, I didn't see any placards. Uh, when it actually came to Peckham on the day, um, everyone started to close up and you could see all the boys sort of running to the main streets of Peckham. And I, and I was thinking, oh my God, I've never actually witnessed this before. I am in the middle of a riot. What's really going to happen? And some of the people, that, some of the boys that ran past, they were, sort of, they were sort of saying, don't worry, don't worry, your shop is safe. You don't have to close up. And I was like, what? I actually, I was really worried, but then my dad said, uh, listen, we're going to stay and open our shop. We're going to keep our shop open. We're selling food. I don't think writers want food. You know, and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was thinking, my dad, um, he's, um, he's been here for 15 years, but um, he's still got a very strong Jamaican accent and he just lived in Peckham for most of his life. And um, he was like, no one's going to come and touch our shop. Listen, we're going to sell food. And I thought, Dad, you're crazy. Send everyone home. Let's go home. But he didn't go home. Um, we actually <coughs> stayed. And um, the sort of messages after like speaking to some of the people and um, about what they actually thought and why they were doing it, people were saying, well, um, they're doing it in Brixton. The police, aren't, the police aren't doing anything. They're doing it in Enfield. So why can't we do it? And then when, he, when I actually saw like what was happening when I got home, I saw like like lines of police. They were just standing and people were, like destroying Peckham. And I felt, like, well, this is why they're going to keep writing because we live in a society. And I, I sort of related this to school. In school, a lot of people, especially some of the kids, unfortunately, that come from the Caribbean, because like um, there's a lot of um, schools are really strict and you can't like sort of talk back to teachers and stuff like that. When they came, when, when you come to the UK, you realise, oh, I don't get smacked, so I can talk back and I'll only get detention and stuff. And a lot of these kids, they took advantage and they spoke back to the teachers and stuff. And um, there's there's not a lot of discipline. And I felt the same when I saw like the police standing there and people were destroying, you know, destroying their own town. And the police went, dude, they did try. I mean, they did try, but they couldn't do a lot. And and I think. Um, when people are doing that, it, it makes me wonder, like, what, what, where's, where does power lie? Um, uh, how can we actually trust a, a, like, authority and, you know, like, can we have faith in them to, like, do the right thing and help us when we actually, when we actually need them? Um, in terms of the looters and stuff, like I said, I don't think they had a political agenda. I did, I do actually think <coughs> these were people that were shopping without money. I think um, I come from a very poor background. I like a lot of people, some of them say, well, we don't have anything, like the conservatives are cutting anything. And then sometimes I thought, well, I'm not saying you don't know about politics. And if this is, these are some, some of the people I knew. Um, but I've never heard you spoke about politics before. And as soon as this happened, you're saying, look, the Conservatives are cutting everything. No, no, I'm taking back what I want. I'm taking back. And I'm like, well, you can't actually do that. You never spoke about politics un until now. So why are you using this as an excuse to go out and riot, you know? And um, that made me feel really bad because I didn't go out and riot. I mean, I, I've lived in a um, council estate, um, a council flat ever since I came here. And um, it, it, didn't, it didn't sort of strike me that, okay, my family are in need, let's go out and riot. This might give us what we want. I never once felt that, so um, I don't personally believe that the people had the right to go out and riot. Um, I, I do distance myself from it more and more because I feel sorry that people feel the need to go out and take things from the, like, it's that sort of biting, biting the hand that feeds. But then again, I look at a bigger picture and I think if this is what all the bankers and um, and I, I may not be a banker, so, unfortunately. <laughs> after watching, I, I watched a film recently, The Inside Job, I don't know if many people have seen that. Um, after seeing what, what was actually going on throughout the banking crisis and how all the top executives were still being paid, and one executive between 2003 and 2007, 
um, I believe he was paid $430 million while everything was going down. And I thought, well, well if the people at the top, you know, they're doing all of this and they're taking money from our society and they're not being, um, they're not being put in prison for all these things. And then people in Peckham or Brixton are, are stealing the trainers from JD Sports. Why do you want to give them four years in prison and then Barack Obama goes ahead and appoints these people, you know, as his um, advisors? I think if he, if it's a sort of double standards, I don't really um, agree to it. So even though I think these people don't have a right to go out and write and do things like that, I, I do think there's a bigger picture of looking at what's happening at the top and what's happening at the bottom. Thank you. Thank you.